0: Well, happy Friday afternoon to everybody. The first week of classes are coming to a close here at Georgia Southwestern, and welcome to the What's in the Cup podcast. My name's Neil Weaver, and uh, sitting here in the president's office on a Friday afternoon, looking forward to a uh, what I hope will be a very nice uh, weekend, probably be a little rainy, a uh, little hot, but... Uh, Always exciting to have the students back and have some life back on campus. We've got some soccer uh, preseason scrimmages going on all weekend, so uh, things will be happening on campus and uh, just so excited to have the uh, energy back on campus. It's been a great week. I wanna thank everybody who's been a part of that, and that includes students. It, it includes a lot of our faculty and staff who uh, worked very hard to uh, make that welcome week really a fun week for students. And uh, I am excited. Uh, it's always a great uh, podcast when we get to welcome students to the office to be a part. And so today we've got Gabby Davis with us. And uh, Gabby, I'm excited to have you here with us and looking forward to our conversation.
1: Well, I'm excited to be here, President Weaver.
0: You know, uh, Gabby, uh, I, I first uh, met Gabby uh at a at a baseball game you were uh, working
1: right? i was yeah
0: gabby runs the camera at the baseball games and i'm not sure if she's a baseball fan or not i guess we can find out but uh, i know she likes to work and i know she likes to get paid like we all do right
1: <laughs> yes I and so
0: she was work working the camera and doing a great job and and uh, we got to talk and and one of the things you told me last year was uh, I wanna be on the podcast next year, right?
1: <laughs> I did. Yeah, that's I right. did.
0: And so uh, so here you are and we're excited to have you. Where are you from?
1: I'm from Atlanta, Georgia.
0: Atlanta, Georgia. And this and what year is this for you?
1: This is my junior
0: year. Your junior year, third year third with year. us. Okay, and what you studying?
1: I'm studying sociology with a minor in psychology.
0: Oh my goodness gracious, you're gonna figure me out by the time we get <laughs> done with this, huh?
1: Well, my plan is really to work with children in the future. Okay. I have a deeper connection with children.
0: Very good. Well, some people say that I'm childlike, so uh. maybe you can <laughs> maybe you can help. <laughs> Certainly my jokes are meant for young children. They seem to get a kick out of it. But anyway, Gabby, we're glad to have you here. We're going to have a conversation about you and about your experience here at GSW and uh, what you're looking forward to doing. And so uh, mm-hmm. we're going to get to that in just a minute. Uh, but... Uh, We start usually, uh, almost every time, we start with some discussion about enrollment and student success here at the university. And obviously at the beginning of the school year, uh, enrollment's a big deal. A lot of people wondering, what's our student body look like? How are we doing? Uh, And so here's the good news. Uh, On Friday, at the end of the first week of classes, uh, our enrollment is 36 students ahead of where it was at the end of of uh, the end of the enrollment period last year, so we are uh, at the moment ahead. We are 833 credit hours ahead of where we were at the end of uh, the enrollment period last year. That's a good sign. If you, the math works out, that uh, we have more we have more students taking more credit hours this year than last year. Uh, our credit hours per student at this point. Uh, went from 11.02 to 11.17. So a slight change, but uh, we're certainly moving students more towards that full-time course load, and uh, that's a good thing. We we like that. Um, Now, we still have some uh, there'll still be some coming and going from classes some students can still come in uh, i think on saturday we have education uh, weekend classes will be kicking off and so they'll be enrolling students and obviously some of our online classes uh kick in here uh, over the next couple of weeks and uh, we'll, we'll continue but we'll also be uh, taking students out uh, gabby doesn't have this problem but uh, there are some students who don't show up and we have to drop them for non-attendance.
1: Ooh. And then
0: there's a few students that don't pay yeah. and we have to drop them for not paying, right? Yes, sir, but ooh. I, know. I know, that's not good. So uh, so that does happen. And so the, uh, the number will continue to fluctuate and we'll continue to talk about it here uh, on the podcast. Uh, I mentioned at our opening meeting that we're, uh, Concerned about particularly juniors and seniors. I'm glad to hear, Gabby, that you're a junior, and we're and I'm glad you're still here. You're helping us. Uh, but our junior and senior enrollment is down, uh, 74 people uh, this Whoa. year. That is the continuation of a trend over the last uh, eight years, where we've continued to see a decline in the number of juniors and seniors enrolled here at GSW. And so. Uh, We are continuing to work on that and try to address it. Uh, The biggest issue, uh, biggest location right now seems to be in the College of Arts and Sciences. Uh, Some of the programs most impacted, um, where we're seeing is the RN to BSN in the nursing and and health sciences area. Uh, And and people will remember that uh, some of our competitors in the region have started to add that RN into BSN, and so we're starting to see that decline. Uh, biology, English, Fine Arts, History, Music, Political Science—those uh, are those are the areas where we're starting to see some decline, and we really want to uh, focus some attention over the next uh, academic year on finding ways to get those juniors and seniors to be uh, a part of those programs and to, and to help us grow those programs. So. Uh, enrollment continues to be something we'll focus on. The good news is student success-wise, uh, retention continues to track over 74% of our freshmen came back for their sophomore year. And uh, that's, that's about a 13 percentage point improvement over the previous year. So uh, I think everybody on campus has done a wonderful job making that a, a real uh, point of emphasis for us. And uh, so if we, can, if we can make junior and senior enrollment a point of emphasis and have the same impact, then uh, we'll be in a, a good slot. So I want to thank everybody for their work on uh, retention. Uh, I, I mentioned Welcome Week and everybody working on that. I hope everybody had a good time. There's a lot of fun things to do. It's been it's been a lot of uh, a lot of fun activities. I assume you went to some of those activities throughout the week, right, Gabby?
1: Yes. Uh, I think my favorite one was the food trucks oh, and yeah. the glow party, but mainly the food trucks because there was no limit on the tickets. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, we Christy and I came to the food trucks, and and I would agree. I thought the food was really good, it was. and it's a fun atmosphere. Uh, they had country music playing, which is uh, certainly one of my favorites i know that's one of your favorites too right Uh, not necessarily some way well it was a fun day now i did not go to the glow party
1: it was fun yeah it was uh basically it's like being at a regular party just (laughs) (laughs) but i have to give a shout out to dj cyrus because he was really good with the music flow and everything awesome my
0: awesome. friend. well that's good and I'm glad there were events that uh, everybody could go to and enjoy and again I want to thank
1: and, uh, everybody And who also made that a shout out to Chris Avery my friend since he did plan some of these events he is really good as coordinator
0: we think Chris Avery's fantastic and we got we got a whole new crew over there and they're doing a great job and so I'm glad that I'm glad that you were able to help and uh, I know that the uh, soccer games this weekend uh, while they're just scrimmages it's still a great opportunity to get outside and have some fun and see see our fellow students, fellow GSW folks uh, in action. So we're excited about that. All right, Gabby, tell me, uh, you came from Atlanta. You're studying psychology and sociology. Yes, sorry how did you how did you get to GSW? How did it come to be the institution that you chose?
1: Well, I had an older sibling that went here. As you may know, she was very well known around campus because she did get involved in a lot of student activities Mm -hmm. and she did become a part of Greek life. So my older sister, her name is Genesis Davis. So I think you possibly remember her.
0: Possibly. I don't know if I was here then or not. How long ago was she here?
1: Um, She graduated when I did from here so about 2017 she graduated. And I graduated the same
0: year, so. Yeah, I got here in 17. I got here in the summer of 17, so I missed her by a couple of months.
1: Yeah, but she was a a well-known, really well-known person. She uh, she loved helping and she loved getting very involved. And I did learn a lot of things from her because I came to visit her a lot of times while I was in high school. I stayed with her on campus. And um, I guess I got used to the environment. And so it just came down to three other decisions. It was GSW, Savannah state or Valdosta. So I did choose wisely.
0: You did. And uh,
1: I did choose what I can afford. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, my parents can afford because yeah. I wanted to be somewhere not too far away from home, but somewhere in the middle where I can get back home in yeah. a safe time.
0: Good. And so do you have to live with the uh, legacy of your sister very often? Does is it, do people remember and, and uh, uh, kind of judge you against her any?
1: Well, they did my freshman, freshman year. year. Of course, all my freshman year, because we do look alike. Oh, I see. And I am starting to dress like her. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> But um, I did make a name for myself, so not really, not for about a past year now, not really. That's good. I mean, my decisions is gonna be my decisions. Yeah. Whether it's involved in getting involved in the same thing she did, that'd be my decision.
0: Yeah, well, that's good. I've got uh, I've got three boys, and there two of them are twins, and uh, always worried about you know, the comparison, right? Uh, you know, I had two brothers, uh, and certainly my older brother was. Um, it, he, he, he left me uh, a legacy that I had to live up to, and that was tough. And uh, fortunately for my younger brother, I left him a legacy that was relatively easy to overcome. So he, uh, he had the better end of that deal. But uh, we're glad that you're making your own way here at the university, and uh, I'm looking forward to talking to you in a few minutes about some of the things you're involved in mm-hmm. and some of the things you do. I, we talked a little bit about some of your jobs, but I'm also interested in some of the activities that you're involved in. But let's, uh, let's talk for a few minutes about uh, some of the academic uh, news that we have around campus. And I uh, wanna remind everybody about uh, an com- uh, upcoming uh, Center for Teaching and Learning program. I think it's next Friday, August the 30th at 1.30. Uh, Dr. Gary Fisk will be uh, doing a presentation on using PowerPoint effectively in the classroom and uh, really interesting because Dr. Fisk actually wrote the book on how to do this. He wrote a book called Slides for Students, the Effective Use of PowerPoint Education and it's published and he, uh, he graciously donated a signed copy to the uh, library here on campus. And so this is a great opportunity for uh, faculty all across campus that are interested. And my guess is it would be a great idea for even non-faculty uh, to go and, and really see how to how to uh, make their PowerPoint uh, presentations better and, and more interactive and, and obviously to help people uh, get more from your PowerPoint presentation. So that that's next Friday and I wanna thank uh, Dr. Judy Orton-Grissett with the Center for Teaching and Learning and Dr. Fisk for uh, putting that together and uh, bringing that to campus. Um, earlier this week i had a chance to walk over to the um, roni building and i went and, and saw the new uh, chemistry lab and uh what a difference uh, a couple i don't know probably 40 or 50 60 70 thousand dollars can make right uh it's a uh, amazing new facility all new cabinets all new um, I don't know what you call them, the, the, the lab tops. Uh, obviously, it's a special material, uh, new safety equipment as far as the washes and the eye washes and the sinks and the tubs and uh, just very, very nice. And, and I know that uh, that will make a huge difference to the learning that happens and to the environment for the students. And so we're excited to have that new uh, chemistry lab up and running. And uh, just heard today, just heard today, that uh, Mr. Irvin Anderson, who we all know retired last year, uh, but he is still coming back on campus and he just received the uh, African-American Male Initiative uh, grant for this year, received $10,000 grant from the system. And so I wanna congratulate Mr. Anderson for uh, making that uh, possible again. And the African-American Male initiative programs on campus are really, really good. And this comes at a really important time. I was, uh, I was just pulling off some information earlier this week. I saw some information about uh, black student enrollment in the United States is on the way down. And the African American Male Institute is really designed to help address that. Uh, Here's the numbers that I have. In 2010, 66% of recent black high school graduates had enrolled in college. By 2017, that number had dropped to 58%. Now, the number of graduates had also fallen, and so when you add up all the declines, there were actually 365,000 fewer uh, African-American students in college over, you know, over a seven-year period of time. And so uh, we, we at the institution uh, need to be doing everything we can to make sure that the doors are open and the opportunities exist, and the African-American Male Initiative is, is one of those that we do. And uh, we want the campus to be uh, open, welcoming, uh, but designed for all students to be successful. And, uh, and and so this is a, it's a really good initiative. And uh, you, you probably know Mr. Anderson.
1: I do, I had him as my math teacher, as freshman math year's teacher. college algebra.
0: Yeah, and uh, he's a good guy.
1: He's a really funny guy, interesting. <laughs> but he, uh, he, did, he does make a difference here at GSW.
0: He certainly does. And uh, we're glad that even though he's retired, uh, he is still here uh, working with us on this initiative and continuing to invest in uh, all of our students really, but uh, certainly uh, the African-American male population that we have and uh, helping them be successful. Um, couple other things on campus I just want to bring to everybody's attention if you haven't been to the game room recently did you, have you been to the game room this year
1: yes sir
0: we have foosball tables yes we do how about that
1: it's real nice yeah. real nice real nice investment
0: now I'm not a very good foosball player <laughs> I've tried it several times and for some reason I can't do it however I would guess that I'm probably the best ping pong table ping pong player on Ooh. campus. And so, uh, I've been waiting for somebody to, uh, challenge me to a table tennis match so that I can, uh, show people exactly, uh, how good I am at this, but I'll be patient and I'll wait for the day. But, uh, if anybody's interested in being a foosball champion, uh, they can go over to the game room and, Mm -hmm. uh, game nights on Thursday. Have you heard about that?
1: uh game night i think it was last night yeah. yeah it was last night <laughs> yeah
0: i think but they're going to try to do that every thursday night i think they're going to try to make it game night and okay. uh, do some activities over there yeah at it, the w- it was
1: really fun last was it night good? it was awesome uh, it was a little overpacked, but we made it work <laughs> we made it work with just some uno cars and spades and uh, like all the other things you can do
0: yeah that's great and i i hope it keeps uh keeps you having nice Thursday nights. And pretty soon it'll be Tuesday nights and Wednesday nights and every night we'll have a good time over there. And so just wanted to bring that to everybody's attention. And uh, the other thing that's happening, and I think this is going to kick off next week, going to be some discussion around intramural sports. People will be able to sign up, but we're also looking at trying to bring some club sports to campus. And so uh, you mentioned Chris Avery, Chris Avery is going to be running that program for us. So if you are interested in a club sport, get with Chris get on the sign up uh, I think I would love to see us have a club golf team mm-hmm. uh, or a tennis uh, bass fishing um, I, there, there can be club sports in all kinds of activities mm-hmm. if that's what people want to do I think we should have a golf tournament for our students out at the, out at the golf course and uh, find out who the best uh, golfer on campus is not our golf team uh, but you know those the rest of us who, who can't play golf that well um find out who it is I, I get to play in lots of golf tournaments throughout the course of the year the rotary club tournament and the uh you know the the sheriff's uh, sheriff's tournament and the chamber of commerce all kinds you play in golf tournaments and, and you can do that the rest of your life and mm-hmm. so this this club sport would be a great way for our, our students to start doing those kind of activities tennis is a great one uh, a sport you can play your whole life okay. and uh there's apparently a big bass fishing club sport uh, network. Uh, okay. So with Lake Blackshear not too far away from here, maybe we could go catch some bass. You a bass fisher? No, sir. Uh, I'm either. not. Okay.
1: Not really an outdoor type of
0: girl. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not. I'm not a real fisherman either. But uh, they certainly look like they have a good time. Uh, and there could be a variety of other. Uh, club sports. I wouldn't be surprised if there was a club sport in uh, racquetball uh, oh, yeah? as, as an example. And so we certainly have racquetball courts and we could uh, set up a club sport. So, anyway, talk to Chris. Uh, we'd love to get that going here on campus and, and get our students involved because you compete not just on campus, but you compete with other schools. because they have a club team and we have a club team and then they have tournaments and and it's 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 really competitive and and a lot of fun and uh i've been at places where they had rugby teams um you could probably have a club lacrosse team uh so any sport that that uh people are interested in that we can get some folks pulled together we'd like to do that okay all right gabby i told you we'd talk about uh what your plans are what do you uh what do you think comes for you as a result of being a psychology sociology graduate at GSW what would you like to do
1: I think that well of course I do want to work with children but it does help me learn more about people all around the world being exposed to so many cultures learning about the mind and how behaviors and actions affect us every single day
0: yeah so when you talk, talk about working with children uh, is that in the schools or in some other capacity
1: Mainly like social work, but okay. if that okay. doesn't really intend to go as that way, then it had to be go to counseling yeah. into a high school, probably.
0: Okay. Okay. Well, those are certainly, uh, I would say, rewarding work, mm. difficult, it is. somewhat emotional. Yes, it uh, is. And so, boy, that's, uh, you should get some gold stars for <laughs> being, wanting to do that kind of work. Uh, because it's, uh, it certainly needs to be done. And we mm-hmm. know that uh, mental illness is growing uh, in society and, and being able to, to thwart that and, and stop it ahead of time, I think would be uh, obviously a focus of, of the work that you do and trying to make sure people get the help they need when they need it and uh, can grow up and develop properly, right?
1: Well, that and recognizing that, you have to look at a situation from both ways. You know, it's really right, really out in the world right now. People are so quick to assume the worst out of somebody because they do a crime, but you have to ask the important questions. Like, you don't know, maybe they can't be mentally ill, or maybe they can have something from the past that causes them to react a certain way or cause them to make bad decisions. As long as you just try to do a 50-50, Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> it will be okay with me.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, you hate to throw somebody away if there's a way to redeem Mm -hmm. them and or or get them past whatever their issues are.
1: That and never give up on hope on somebody, no matter how bad the situation is overall. Even if it goes global, yeah, still try to have some type of hope.
0: That's true. That's true. Now, tell me some of the things that you do on campus besides film the baseball games. I know you do that. Soccer
1: Uh, and basketball. You
0: film soccer and And you film basketball. Okay. Uh, So that's a job, right? You get paid to do that, I hope? Yes, sir. Okay, very good. So what are some of the things that you do um, for fun?
1: For fun, um, I would say I love hanging out with my friends. Um, We definitely love going, hanging out in the game room. We love getting involved in the activities that are planned. Um, We have movie nights sometimes in our rooms, and Mm -hmm. what else, sometimes we might go off campus for like a little, little, little fun, off campus. (laughs) But, hmm. I think that's really about it.
0: Yeah. So, is there a particular club or organization that you uh, are really excited about that you are Mm -hmm. involved with?
1: I am the president of one and a secretary of another. So, I'm president of Sabu. I'm really excited to get more freshmen involved and, you know, give them volunteer and community service hours. Okay, now
0: tell me what Sabu is.
1: Well, Sabu is Serviceable, Adaptable, Beautiful, and United. We're basically like the oldest organization on campus. I think we were basically, like, established, like, once, like, a a year after the campus was built. Wow. So, yeah, we just do a lot of volunteer work, like, all over America. So I'm trying to promote, you know, promote more students to get more involved Mm because it does look good on the resume application. Absolutely. And the more work you do, you know, the more recognition and the more positive effects you'll have in your future while being in college.
0: That's terrific. So what kind of... Uh what kind of service projects have you done that you thought were really neat?
1: Well, I do do every time we have trash day on campus, I do with that. Uh-huh. For my representatives organization, uh-huh. um the elementary school, we go read to the kids okay. and um sometimes we try to like go to the volu- like volunteer homes and we try to like go like do a little construction, like help like rebuild and paint and everything sometimes. It's not a really guarantee because I don't have a like official transportation to yeah. get there. But yeah. that's mostly
0: what we do. That sounds like a good deal. Sounds like fun, too. <laughs> Some of it's fun, right? Not the construction part. Not the construction, not part. The construction <laughs> part. I understand.
1: Because I'm not good with tools yeah. like my dad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, sometimes even, even work, if you're doing it with your friends and you're doing it for the right reasons, mm-hmm. can be fun. Right? You're, right? you're right. All right. Yes, sir. So how about... Uh, the, the group that you're the secretary for. What is that?
1: That is Sop, okay. Student African American Brotherhood. Uh-huh. I know it sounds like it's just supposed to be for guys, but Miss Makeda in Counseling Services she allowed to let girls in last year. Okay. So basically, we're trying to promote Black excellence. We're trying to get like more men, so we can make sure you know, because I know the graduation rate here is highly a women than men. Right. So that's something we're really trying to change. We're trying to make sure like that all black african-american men on campus like go to class every day get help when they can and we want to change we want to help change that number right because looking at the ratings i didn't know it was like 50 percent of girls that graduate more than guys so Uh,
0: um that's it's that's generally true of all races mm -hmm. uh women graduate at a higher rate, they attend college at a higher rate, Uh, but we do see that African-American males graduate at a lower rate than white males. And so the question, uh, and obviously you guys are looking at it, trying to come up with an answer. Uh, Mm -hmm. What are the things we can do institutionally? Uh, What are the things that we can do from a support uh, network to try to make sure that the young men have uh, not just the opportunity, but see the, see the outcome as a real positive thing. And so uh, I think that work is terrific and uh, look forward to working with you uh, this year and making sure that uh, we continue to make a little progress in, in that uh, category. So uh, let me catch us up on a few more things. I want to uh, thank a few people. Uh, yet last night had the opportunity to go over to uh, Macon and had a really nice alumni uh, gathering at a restaurant called The Fish and Pig. Oh. Uh, yeah, that's what I thought, but uh, really nice. Really, really nice. Not, I should say, it was rustic. Food was excellent, uh, right on a lake. So we're sitting on the back uh, balcony uh, looking over the water, uh, good food, good friends. Uh, Angela Smith, uh, who is uh, running our uh, alumni services area, is doing a great job, and uh, it was a really, really nice event. A lot of the new uh, coaches in the athletic department went with us, and uh, I know that our alumni uh, got a kick out of meeting them and uh, visiting with them. I also want to uh, say to uh, Leanne Miller, who runs our bookstore, Uh, that I got a really nice email earlier this week from uh, obviously a customer of the bookstore who just uh, told me what a great person that Leanne was, how, uh, how hard she had worked to help uh, this lady and her son uh, get his books and get uh, get ready for school and uh, was very really bragging on Leanne for being really customer-focused and customer-friendly. And so I uh, wanted everybody to know that, uh, and I agree, I think Leanne does a great job taking care of our customers over there and uh, always goes out of her way to make sure that, everybody has what they need uh and i know sometimes the books uh don't get here when they're supposed to and uh she works real hard to make sure students have what they need to be successful you've probably met leanne and uh gotten some books over there right only one only one how do you buy your books
1: uh with my credit card online (laughs) on my credit card yeah
0: but do you buy them online yes yeah so they deliver them to your house
1: uh they i get them shipped to the school here. address to my box. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, Leanne will be sad that you're buying your books from the online, but it's probably a little cheaper, isn't it?
1: It is. It, it's not that we don't want to shop in the bookstore. It's just the fact that I don't want to go broke before the semester ends, <laughs> <is. laughs> and the bookstore is kind of <laughs> too
0: expensive
1: I on understand. certain books for classes.
0: I understand the book. The book prices are ridiculous in some cases. So uh, we never we never uh, fault our students for trying to find the best price on those books. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also want to thank uh, Rocky Rockmore out at the golf course uh, this past uh, couple weeks. They've uh, the, working with the Men's Golf Association. They've started uh, a par three contest on Thursday nights. And uh, they've had some really nice uh, turnout uh, among the golfers. And uh, I wanted to, uh, one, thank Rocky, but also let people on campus know if you're interested in uh, being a part of the Par 3 contest. It's every Thursday night. Uh, You find a partner and uh, you go out there. And I I think they get started around six o'clock in the evening and you can. Uh, play in the competition. I don't know what you might win, but uh, it's a great way to get out there and and, uh, spend a few hours on the golf course and have a good time. And so I want to thank Rocky for uh, that work. All right. Um, I mentioned that Saturday morning here on campus, we're going to be Uh, enrolling and and getting started with our weekend education courses so I want to thank everybody that's going to be working on Saturday morning I think they I think we get started around 8 o'clock in the morning Uh, students will be here all day obviously we don't spend all day enrolling them but uh, still uh, takes a lot of people bookstore uh, IT uh, business office coming in early on a Saturday morning uh, to help get that going. And and I know the students appreciate it and I certainly appreciate it. And so uh, if you you don't have anything else to do on uh, tomorrow morning, come on up here and watch the parade of new students coming in. I'm sure it'll be entertaining. Uh, One other item of uh, institutional business, the uh, system, University System of Georgia just released the annual economic impact study that uh, talks about the universities and the impact that they make not only collectively across the state but individually in uh, in the regions that we serve in georgia southwestern uh, we have figured that georgia southwestern has a uh, economic impact on our region of 93.6 million dollars and um, that's pretty impressive uh, institutionally and uh, it's up about uh, five million dollars from last year and so we're really pleased with uh, with these numbers Student spending uh, over 50 million dollars oh. from our students uh, is is uh, spent and then obviously re-spent and re-spent in this community and so uh, the students should know that they make a huge impact here locally and, um, when you go out to eat, when you put gas in your car, when you, uh, do the things that you do here in town, uh, buy mm-hmm. a shirt, buy, you know, whatever it is, uh, all of those things make a real difference for our community. And I know the community appreciates, uh, all the students. And I know they miss you guys in the summer when mm-hmm. you're gone, were you, you went home in the summer, didn't you?
1: I did. Okay.
0: What did you do all summer long up in Atlanta?
1: Well, I worked a full time job okay. and I took four summer online classes at the same time. Four? Yes, sir. Holy. Twelve God. credits.
0: My <laughs> goodness gracious. That's a full load in the summer now. That's a lot.
1: It, it 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 was at first, but then most of the time once I figured out like who I'd be taking it with, it's mainly the teachers in my own department, in my psychology and sociology department. Yeah. So they worked with me. Miss Whitlock and Dr. Camo and Mr. McMillan, and I can't say this other science teacher's name. That's okay. I don't know how to say his name. That's okay. But yeah, I did take a science course, but my other three were my major courses, and um, I did made it. I did. I made it through.
0: Yeah. I did, You want to tell anybody what your grade point average was in the summer? Oh, no. No. Okay. We don't have to talk about uh, that. If well,
1: you don't want to. like. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I don't, uh, hey, I don't ever talk about my grade point average either, so don't worry. I mean,
1: well, yeah. I did make the um, Dean's List oh. on some term.
0: What? That's pretty darn good. I,
1: I mean my overall my overall list. right now isn't where I want it to be for overall here at GSW, but yeah. you know, I did make the Dean's list over the summer, which I was proud of. I you did. Be. I did want all A's, but you know, I didn't think I could manage a full time and a full time yeah. job working every single day. You
0: did great. You did yeah. great. You know, I made a B once in college.
1: <laughs> yeah. I understand.
0: Yeah. It was a it was a highlight of my <laughs> academic career. It was fantastic. So the fact that you made a bee and it was the low light of your summer shouldn't be the worst thing.
1: Oh, it's not. It's not. It's just... I'm really trying to improve my GPA, get more scholarships and everything. Um, I only have one. I have the alumni scholarship, as you know, because of my sibling. And I'm trying to improve more so I can take off a load off my parents because tuition is kind of getting a little raised up.
0: Yeah, it did go up about 3% this year.
1: Yeah. Um, Yeah. And uh, flex cash don't reduce. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I'm still surprised about that, but I understand like things happen to get done
0: yeah now we did the, the flex cash we made a little change in the way that we operate our food service oh yeah uh, so now you can go over to Chick-fil-a and you can swap out a meal
1: mm-hmm. right
0: have you done that yet
1: no I'm really trying to stay away from Chick-fil-a
0: because oh, yeah? like
1: it's it's uh, it's, it's it's just too much oil.
0: Oh, I see. I, like, For I really, health I'm, reasons.
1: Yes. I'm really trying to stay away because I did eat it too much okay. last well, year. Well, you can,
0: you can do a swap at Boar's Head as well. That too. So if you get tired of the cafeteria and want a break, you can use one of your cafeteria meals over at the Boar's Head and mm-hmm. they'll give you a packaged meal. Right? So you get a, you know, a bag of chips, a drink and a sandwich yeah. uh, and it'll count as one of your... Uh, so instead of flex cash mm-hmm. uh, and having to go to... Boar's Head or Chick-fil-A and use cash, you can just use one of your uh, cafeteria meals. So that Mm -hmm. was the trade-off that we made uh, this summer is that we do meal swaps Mm -hmm. and less flex cash. So I understand understand that uh, it's going to take a little while for everybody to get used to uh, that change. A couple uh, couple of other things I wanted to mention. Uh, Coming up on September 4th at 11 o'clock, we're going to have a really nice ceremony uh, out in front of the library. We have a donor uh, who has, uh, in memory of their spouse, uh, has, has bought and we are going to install a solar bench. Uh, and what makes the solar bench interesting is that because it's solar, it will, it will be, um, you'll have the ability to plug in and charge your phone or your iPad or your computer uh, while you're on the bench. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we're we're excited about this new addition. Uh, obviously, it's in, it's a, uh, it's in memory of uh, somebody who was very important to the institution. And uh, and and so we're curious to see how people respond and if they use it. Maybe we can have more solar benches on campus. But that's uh, September fourth. At 11 a.m. and so I invite everybody to uh, come out and be a part of that a couple other things that I picked up this week I don't know if you're aware of this but since 1994 there has been a thing on the internet called the fog cam out in San Francisco uh, at San Francisco State University some students put up a, uh, a a webcam that you can watch the fog roll in, hmm. and uh, unfortunately, at the end of this month, they're going to shut it down. So, um, one of the longest-running live streams uh, in internet history is coming to an end. So, if you want to see the fog roll in in San Francisco, you need to do it by the end of this month, and. Uh, Best Fog Cam, F O G C A M. I have no idea. I haven't done it yet, but uh, I thought that was kind of funny. Uh, the other thing that came out uh, this week that uh, really was interesting, and I mentioned earlier, uh, was as we were talking about some of our academic programs and some of the ones that are uh, seeing a little pressure on the downward side, uh, many of them are liberal arts uh, focused, uh, history, political science, uh, art, music, those types of things. Uh, There's an article that came out this week in the, um, in the Chronicle Review that uh, is making the case that the business major should be done away with. Uh, they, they make the argument that, that students are being uh, attracted into the business major believing that that will lead to jobs where they'll make more money. Uh, but some studies have come out uh, recently, so the University of Texas came out with one that looked at what are graduates making five years after they graduate, and what they found was that uh, management majors uh, were making fifty-three thousand uh, dollars, marketing fifty-two thousand, uh, history forty-eight thousand, English forty-six thousand chemistry 71,000 and uh, biology 53,000. So clumped together pretty well, Um, not a huge difference. Uh, And then then another study at Georgetown University came out and looked at the median income for students. And again, business majors were 60,000, 59,000 for the physical sciences, 55,000 for the social sciences and uh, 50,000 for biology and life sciences, 47,000 for the humanities. And then uh, a pay scale study that really looked at mid-career median salaries. So this is looking at people about halfway through their uh, working careers. Business majors at 72,000, 98,000 for economics, 71,000 for history, sixty-four seven for English, 81,000 for philosophy, 97,000 for physics. So you can see that um, business is not way ahead of Mm. everybody else. They're kind of clumped around similar things. And so I think one of the things that we want to make sure we talk to our students about is that uh, if you're good at something Mm. and you get the education, you're gonna be fine, you're gonna make a living. And right. generally speaking, you're gonna be in the same category. And mm-hmm. so we don't wanna push people into things uh, that they may not be excited about or as good at simply because they think uh, they'll have a better salary in the future. So mm-hmm. what do you think, is that is that good news, bad news? Does it make you wanna change your mind about where you're headed?
1: Um, In a way it's good news because I feel that students, especially around my age, being a junior, like, when you develop a passion in something that really is going to determine where how far you want to go with it because all my life i have been known to give advice and always wanted to be helpful with a lot of people no matter how old or anything especially with my grandparents and my parents always told me i was good at that so then i developed an interest to learn more about learn more about people so whether you have a passion the passion is what should matter more over money That's right. I mean I understand that the government and the IRS because I got (laughs) that too (laughs) the IRS (laughs) I really don't like the IRS either but like it's too many people in the world that do things that don't make them happy and that's really not how you should want to live but then I can understand because you don't know what's going on in everybody else's life and I don't know so it depends on how much, like, how important do you think it is to you, That's and right. whether it's going to influence your future?
0: That's right. And and I and I think what the the point of the article was that uh, if you lo- if you get the if you get the liberal arts and you and you become a well-rounded person with skills and understanding that you you will have a good professional career and you'll have a good professional life and you'll be employable and you will have opportunities and uh, not that not that business. Uh, Obviously, the article was about doing away with the I don't I don't really believe that's what they meant. But I think the the ultimate thing is do what you like, do what you what you feel is your Mm -hmm. thing Mm -hmm. and and not make a decision based only on the uh, what we find out now is an inaccurate belief that one degree will lead to. Uh, financial security and others won't Mm -hmm. Uh, and what we're finding is that's just not necessarily the case and so uh, we want we want to continue to talk about that as we recruit students and as students make decisions about their future Uh, Gabby I want to thank you for being here with us today Um, you told me you had a couple questions you wanted to ask right so
1: Mm
0: -hmm. let's go give it a shot
1: Okay, the first question is,
0: what's really in your cup? (laughs) Okay, what's in the cup? Uh, Most days, we start with uh, sweet tea in the morning with a little bit of crystal light in there to make the sweet tea just a little sweeter because sweet tea's not quite sweet enough for me. Uh, And then at noon, I switch to Diet Coke and uh, mostly Diet Coke for the rest of the day. Okay. Nothing too bad, right?
1: No, no, no. All
0: right, anything else? What else you wanna know?
1: Uh, well, I was wondering about how come that hours have gotten cut back for like p- students that are in work aid?
0: Oh yeah, work study it did get cut back because we, uh, the federal government provides work study money for the mm-hmm. university and uh, we then hire students Right. and if they go over a certain number of hours, mm-hmm. then the university has to pick up uh, the, that, uh, their hours. And so last year, we went over budget about $60,000 uh, on what we were paying. And so we have, to, uh, we have to get back in line with what the federal government provides. When you're a work-study student, the federal government pays about 80% of your salary, and the university picks up a small portion. But if you go over your allotted hours, we have to pick up the institution has to pick up 100% of those hours beyond. And we want to make sure that as many students that qualify for work-study can get some work-study because that is typically a component of your financial aid package. Mm -hmm. So you can get loans, but you can also get Mm work-study to help offset the cost of going to college. And so if we don't we always, always have more students qualify for work-study than we have dollars to spend. And mm-hmm. so this year, uh, we tried to, we tried to uh, keep everybody at a smaller number, but have more of them. and so that was why we did that and we hope that uh not only can you do that but maybe get another job as well or if if you need additional uh resources and we hope that uh i know we had a work uh or a a job fair the other day and i don't know if you had a chance to go by there and talk to folks about uh, some of the jobs that are available on campus and in the community and Mm -hmm. um and I, i like like uh uh, most people on on campus we know other people in town so if you're interested in working uh, uh, jobs either in the community uh, just ask and we'll see if we can help you out because there are people always kind of looking for some part-timers and mm-hmm. people that can help them with some things so
1: okay.
0: uh, that's kind of why that happened
1: uh, I definitely understand just right. had a little questions. <laughs> that's
0: good I love I love the questions and uh, those are the kind of things we want to make sure we talk about all right, Gabby, thanks for being with us today. I want to thank everybody for hanging in there with us today. Hope you enjoy your weekend uh, and come back for a second week of classes with as much enthusiasm and excitement as we had this week. And uh, we'll really start digging into those classes. The homework will probably start piling up and uh, we'll get into a routine around here at the university. So uh, appreciate everybody being with us. Uh, what's in the cup for this Friday and we'll see you next week.